Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Through education, motivation, and implementation, we will bridge the gap between knowing and doing so we can master fat loss naturally and help you reach your highest potential. Let's get started. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton, and those of you who know me have got to figure that I am pretty excited today because this is a little bit more of a scientific episode. We are going to be talking about sun exposure and how it impacts our hormones beyond vitamin D. We are not talking about vitamin D in this episode how it impacts our hormones, and how it can impact our metabolism, energy, muscle recovery, fat burning, and a lot more. The reason I'm doing this episode now is that many of us, at least in this part of the world, are going into a season where there will be more sun exposure. It's getting warmer, the days are longer, and I think that generally speaking, we have learned to fear the sun. And This is not an episode about sunscreen and sunblock. I am not an expert on those things. This is actually an episode about why we should have some more, some more than we do now, exposure to the sun without that sun protection, right? And that when we do that, when we get a healthy amount of sun exposure without protection, um, whether that is clothing protection or chemical protection, we can burn fat more efficiently, we can sleep better, we can have more energy, less inflammation, and be healthier overall. But I do have a couple of caveats here. And I say this so that none of us lose sight of the big picture and so that I don't get an onslaught of critical emails, which I can totally handle, but I've got better things to do with my time and so do you. So let's just cover this stuff now. Yes, we are going to be talking about how some sun exposure can help with fat loss and metabolism, and we're going to be talking about what happens at the cellular and the hormonal level to make that so. However, here's the caveat. Nothing is as effective for fat loss as optimizing your food choices, okay? Nutrition is the driver of fat loss, and it always will be forever and ever Amen. That is the way that it is. The number one way that we influence hormones like insulin and cortisol and leptin and ghrelin is what we eat, when we eat, and how much we eat. And our hormones are the ones that are determining if we are in fat burning mode or fat storage mode. Nothing influences our hormones like what we eat, when we eat, and how much we eat. So that is the big rock, nutrition, before fitness, before sleep, before supplements, before sunshine, probiotics, resistant starch, ketogenic diets, anything like that. So let's not lose sight of that. Secondly, yes, sunburn is bad. I have said that. 
I'm on the record. Sunburn is bad. I am not advocating sunburn or laying out to bake in the sun for hours at a time. In fact, I will say if you are going to be out in the sun exposed for hours, you should have some form of sun protection. But like I said, I am not an expert on sunscreen and sunblock, so I'm going to leave that for the experts. The flip side, though, guys, is that blocking all the sun all the time is also bad. We have learned to fear the sun. And like most things, we might have taken it a little bit too far. Some sun exposure is good. Very good. It's sunburn that is bad, not sun exposure, right? We are in a very commercial age, and there's a lot of money to be made selling us eye creams with sunblock and lotions with sunblock and foundations with sunblock and this, that, and the other to the point where we are rarely getting sun, we're rarely getting sun exposure without sun protection. And even for those of us who maybe don't have built-in sun protection in any topical products that we use, we're not out in the sun very much. We are indoors most of the time, right? And our outdoor time is walking from the car to inside another building. Many times we are covered up in clothes. And the only thing that's getting exposed to the sun for 45 seconds is our face and our hands. Neither of those situations are good. So the caveat is nutrition first and always. And second, yeah, avoid sunburn. There is a place for sun protection. But some sun exposure without protection is very important for your health. And what we're going to be doing today is talking about why that is. One of the big reasons has to do with something that is produced in our skin at exposure to light. And many of us think, oh yeah, vitamin D, but that's not what I'm talking about. Yes, we all know that exposure to the sun activates a form of vitamin D that has a whole host of health benefits from immunity to mood to weight management. It's super, super important, but we kind of all know that already. And lots of people supplement with vitamin D and that's what gets a lot of the attention when people talk about the sun. I've already done an episode on vitamin D, and so I'm not going to cover that here. I'm going to be talking about the other stuff. So what I am talking about right now that gets activated when we are exposed to the sun is nitric oxide. Our skin naturally contains both nitrite and nitrate. And when we are exposed to the sun, that triggers the conversion of the nitrite and the nitrate to nitric oxide. Nitric oxide is a vasodilator, which helps blood flow more easily. So vasodilation and the improved blood flow that results from that means a lot of really, really, really good things for our health. Obviously, I think when we think improved blood flow, we think improved heart health, and that is very true. But it is so much more than that. And you guys know I love to go to the common sense perspective on these things. And we have to think about why is blood flow important again? I mean, other than the fact that if we don't have it, we're dead. So yeah, there's that. But 
blood is what delivers nutrients and oxygen throughout the whole body. So when your blood flow is optimal, that means your body is getting what it needs when it needs it so it can operate efficiently. And when your blood flow is suboptimal, that means your body is not getting what it needs when it needs it. And so nothing is operating efficiently from your cognitive function to your immune function to your heart function to your metabolic function and therefore your ability to burn fat or recover from workouts. When we have this vasodilating effect of nitric oxide, which is triggered by this sun exposure, we have more energy because we are getting nutrients and oxygen being delivered more efficiently throughout our body. That's fantastic. That means our metabolism operates more efficiently. It means our muscles recover more quickly from injury or from workouts. And it means that we have lower inflammation throughout the whole body. You guys know I talk about inflammation all the time and how it's the starting point for basically every disease. When we have this vasodilating effect from the conversion of nitrite and nitrate in our skin to nitric oxide triggered by sun exposure, it means that our cognitive health and our heart health are improved. It means that our immune system functions more efficiently, right? It means that fat loss is more efficient because, and I talk about this back way back in episode 39 of the podcast, I explain how blood flow is a huge part of fat loss. And if we have impaired fat loss because of dehydration or because of vasoconstriction, the opposite of vasodilation, or both, that fat loss just can't happen the way that it should. And this blood flow also explains why some fat seems more stubborn than other types of fat because it just doesn't get the same amount of blood flow. So when we have this vasodilating effect that improves blood flow, it helps our ability to burn fat. Improved blood flow is a really big deal. It lowers blood pressure. And this nitric oxide, it's also a messenger to the brain. Nitric oxide signals your brain to increase the production of two things you've probably heard of before, both neurotransmitters, dopamine and serotonin. You've probably heard to them referred to as um, feel-good chemicals. So both dopamine and serotonin are neurotransmitters, which basically means they're, they're chemical messengers working primarily in your brain. And so nitric oxide increases the production of both of these, which means improved mood, right, easing of any depressive symptoms, and fewer cravings. This is a big deal, guys. And and sometimes we overlook the role of mood and outlook, depressive symptoms in fat loss and changing the way we eat, how much we eat, when we eat. But But it's a very real part of it because many people struggle most with changing what they eat because what they eat, when they eat, and how much they eat is influenced by their mood. So when we can ease depressive symptoms, when we can improve mood and we can reduce cravings all at the same time, it has a serious impact. There's also a link between nitric oxide, and the hormone insulin, 
right? And if you're familiar with the podcast, and if you aren't, go back into the archive of episodes and you will hear me talk very, very frequently about insulin. Insulin is often considered the master fat loss hormone because it determines whether you're in fat storage mode or if you're in fat burning mode. Most of the nutrition strategies we talk about here on Primal Potential are about optimizing and controlling insulin, allowing it to work for you instead of against you. And there is a link between nitric oxide and insulin. Without adequate nitric oxide in your bloodstream, insulin can't do its job as well, right? It can't trigger your cells to take up glucose the way that they should. And that means your blood sugar and your insulin stay elevated for longer, and that keeps you out of fat-burning mode. So when we have this sun exposure triggering the production of nitric oxide, that helps to improve your carbohydrate tolerance. That doesn't mean you can chow down on bagels as long as you're out in the sun. Remember, nothing trumps a fat loss friendly diet, but it does have a positive impact. And there are a few other benefits of sun exposure that I want to talk about not related to vitamin D because we've all heard that story before. Some of them are related to metabolize, uh, metabolism and fat loss, but not all of them are. They are, however, all related to health, which means indirectly related to metabolism and fat loss. So when our skin is exposed to the light, and we have to remember our skin has photoreceptors. That's how we are able to get a tan or get a sunburn. Our skin can really sense the light and it reacts to that on a hormonal and cellular level. So when our skin is exposed to the sunlight, it also triggers the production of something called beta endorphin. And I'm sure you guys are familiar enough with the word endorphin to know that those are kind of those feel-good chemicals. There are different types of endorphins that get produced in response to exercise or in response to sex or in response to spending money or gambling. Um, Beta endorphin, which is triggered in response to sunlight, is a natural painkiller. And it also helps with relaxation. Beta endorphin is actually a natural opiate, which I think is pretty cool. I had no idea about that. Another thing that is triggered by sun exposure is the production of a hormone known as Now, pay attention to this word because I bet you'll be able to figure out why it's so important as I tell you what this hormone is called. Adrenocorticotropic hormone. Adrenocorticotropic hormone. Those of you that have been listening to the podcast probably recognize two words there. Adreno, referring to your adrenals, and cortico, uh, referring to cortisol. So this hormone helps control the production of cortisol by your adrenal glands, which is so huge. We talk so much on the podcast about the stress hormone cortisol and how if it's out of control, we severely impair fat burning, we we upregulate inflammation, and we just set ourselves up for a health disaster. So the sun exposure... Uh, triggers the production of this hormone, adrenocorticotropic hormone, that helps to control cortisol, right? It controls the release of cortisol, and this is a mechanism for controlling inflammation, which really, really helps not only with any disease origin, also with healing and recovery, with sleep, and with fat loss, right? Another one, and this one has to do with fat loss for sure in a really direct way, 
although you might not know it by the name of the hormone. And this hormone is another one that gets produced in response to sun exposure, and it's called melanocyte stimulating hormone. Now, you probably are thinking that has something to do with your skin because of the sounds kind of like melanoma. And you're right, okay? In this case, this hormone is responsible for your your skin pigmentation. So getting a tan or getting a burn, but that's not the only thing this hormone does. You guys know when we talk about insulin or cortisol, leptin, ghrelin, they all have a lot of different roles, and this one is no different. In addition to being responsible for your skin pigmentation, this hormone also helps to reduce appetite and increase libido. So this hormone, melanocyte stimulating hormone, yep, it's responsible for the skin pigmentation, but it also helps to reduce appetite and increase libido. A lot of people experience this anecdotally. If you're out in the sun for a long time, you'll find that you're not really all that hungry. And a lot of people think it's because they're tired or they're dehydrated, and that might be part of it. But there's no doubt a role of this hormone going on here that helps to reduce your appetite. So I mean, a tan, less appetite, more sex drive? I mean, I'm cool with that. Plus, you got to remember energy that comes from the nitric oxide, faster recovery that comes from the cortisol control as well as the nitric oxide, more efficient fat burning, lower inflammation overall, more control of your stress hormones. The list goes on and on. And I would be remiss to not talk about sleep, okay? Sun exposure can help you sleep better. And sleep is a critical factor for fat loss. Remember, and we've done a couple of episodes on sleep that you can go back to and revisit, just a few hours of sleep deprivation over just a couple of days can dramatically impair your metabolism and create measurable insulin resistance, right? And the reality is that many of us have messed up our circadian rhythm. And a big part of how we've done that is exposure to artificial light, which means our bodies lose track of whether it's daytime or nighttime, and we're just always a little bit confused because the way our bodies are designed to work in large part is based on nighttime and daytime. Certain hormones are designed to be lower at night and higher during the day and vice versa. But when we're constantly exposed to light, our bodies can get a little bit uh, confused. We'll use the example of cortisol and melatonin, okay? They work like a seesaw. Cortisol is a stress hormone. It helps you wake up and feel alert. And naturally, it is highest in the morning so that you can wake up and get moving. Where melatonin is at the opposite. It helps you relax, fall asleep, stay asleep. It's highest at night, lowest in the morning. But melatonin production and release is suppressed by light. If your body thinks it's daytime, it is going to suppress that production of melatonin, okay? So when we're constantly exposing ourselves to artificial light after sunset, our circadian rhythm gets all screwy. One of the ways we can really benefit from sunlight is to expose our skin to natural light during the day, especially as early in the morning as we can. As soon as that sun comes up, get out there, expose your skin to the sun for a few minutes, and then really minimize your exposure to artificial light in all forms after sunset. This helps to restore hormone balance and allow us to fall asleep and stay asleep which is about more than rest. 
because our insulin responsiveness is dramatically impacted by lack of sleep. So this is not just about not feeling tired. The key here that I want to leave you guys with is that, yes, sunburn is bad. The sun is not. The sun is actually really good for us. And we have to employ a bit of common sense. If you're going to be out in the sun all day on a boat or on the beach, it makes sense to use some sun protection, whether that is wearing clothes and minimizing the amount of your skin that's exposed to the sun, or it's with sunscreens or sunblocks. Obviously, there's good choices and bad choices, but I'm not going to be uh, pretend to be an expert on that. But everybody will benefit from getting daily sun exposure before the point of sunburn, right? Your arms exposed to the sun, your legs, your face, not just your face, but as much of your skin as you can. No streaking, please. I'm not responsible for any arrests. Keep in mind, sun is good. Sunburn is bad. There are tremendous health benefits, cardiovascular benefits, mood benefits, metabolic benefits, inflammatory benefits to getting a little bit of smart sun exposure. Have a great day, guys. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Primal Potential Podcast, where my goal is not to inform you, but to transform you. And if you would like to receive free motivation and strategy and recipes, workouts, meal ideas every week right to your inbox, just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. It's a great way to get the tools, the strategies, and the practical implementation assistance that you need to create your own transformation between podcast episodes. Just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. See you there. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.